Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to the Raw Sex Podcast. Love, relationships, dating, intimacy, and more. Now, here's your host, Dominique Marks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we go again. Of course, it's me, your creator, Dominique. And of course, I'm joined by my super producer, B. Cox. It's Lesson, the creator of the Vault Classic Music Review. You know, they drop everything, nothing but the classics every Monday. R&B, hip-hop, reggae, everything that you want to hear from back in the days, 90, what, 91, 96, 01? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, there That's it is. the years that we're dropping off this year. You know, it's a 20-year anniversary of things, and we, we do nothing but the clack 2030, all them years back there, 25, the special albums, a lot mm-hmm. of special albums come up, especially this year. We do those over there, do the breakdown and review, see if they still classics. Yep. And see how we still feel about them to this day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, certain albums ain't classics no more. So, mm-hmm. you know, we it's a classic for its time. Yeah, exactly. And in some albums, they be classic forever. So over there, you know, we just re-listen to them again and see how we feel about them. Mm-hmm. And then every Monday, he give you something new. Yeah, there you go. So... I think we had reasonable doubt a couple of weeks back. It was ri- it was written a yeah, couple of weeks written. back, and then Thanks this week, yeah. last week we have De La Soul, and then this Monday you're gonna have what? Uh, by Lau, Firstborn, Second. By Lau, Firstborn, See, there y'all go. Yeah. So check it out every Monday, and we're joined again by my brother from another mother. 50 aka ferrari he's joining us again guys he he we might be scratching the itch over there <laughs> what's going on how yeah. you feeling tonight uh, man, i'm good man excited uh, you know ready to get into this topic see what's what yeah all right well y'all heard it we're gonna go ahead and jump right into it and it's very debatable can men have platonic friends? And this topic came from my little brother. I was trying to get him to come on because he sent sent the topic to me. So I was like, you want to come on and talk about it? But he was busy. So I was like, hey, let's bring it to the round table and go ahead and have a conversation about it. Now, I also started it with my lady after I got it from him. And she told me no. <laughs> <laughs> Big surprise. Right? Big surprise, right? though, that she would and say something like that. <laughs> but we, but the thing about it, it wasn't like one of those spicy no's. It was a we went through and was thinking about the times where we might have had a platonic friend. And she was like, think about, you know, if you ever said something to a chick. Like she brought up one of my homegirls. I said that's platonic. She said, but y'all kissed one time. And I said, oh yeah. She's like, so if, if you ever had feelings to one, I said, so if they're attractive, they can't be a platonic friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. She was like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like she brought up with one of her friends. She was like, you know, he told her, like, you know, I had a crush on you back in the day or whatever. She said, once that said the platonic friendship, you know, it can't happen. So I was telling her that my little brother sent the Lord John that says normalizing befriending women without the attention of sleeping with them. Mm. It was a, a meme. And he said, I'm going to disagree with this unless she's close to family or y'all grew up together or something like that. Don't waste your time making platonic friendships with women. Mm. So she was saying that you can't make friendship. But I said, I said, I didn't say you can't. I said, but 
I think the word don't waste your time making platonic friendships with women is the bad thing that he put in there. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, can we have them? At this age, I say yes. Now, I'm not going out looking for female friends, but if it just happened, and boom. Like, I have chicks that follow the podcast from the podcast group. I would say them friendships are platonic because none of them has said anything out the way. You know what I'm saying? They might say something, well, what do they friends say? Like, one of my friends say, you got you, you and Brian got sexy voices. They try to see what y'all look like. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me that. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> but, they, they, but that's it. Nobody's, you know, saying nothing out the way for real. So I would say I don't go looking for the platonic friendships, but if it came, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, it's, it's cool, but, you know, wifey, wifey ain't going to be having that anyway. She'd be like, hold on, how long has this bitch been around here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eyes emoji. <laughs> yeah. yeah, looking. Looking. I, mean, I, I think the answer, I, I had the same conversation with my wife, and she said the answer is yes and no. Mm. And it really, I and I think what she's getting at, and it, you know, it depends on the situation. I mean, I have female platonic friends, and I got, you know, I got female platonic friends that I call, you know, they just as close to me, like, for me personally, like, my sister. But she know, like, these been, you know, somebody who's been to our house, you know, kicked it with, you know, met their significant other, or whatever the case may be, even though, you know, she's not even with nobody right now. She's single, but she, my wife, would trust me to go, Let's say if I went out of town, she don't stay here, and I said, hey, I'm going to meet up with such and such. She was like, oh, cool. You know, tell her I said, what's up? No issues, no questions, not even, like, one thought of what, what they going to do. Because I think it, it depends on your relationship with your your significant other and what type of trust that y'all have. And another thing is depending on what type of situation y'all been in. Because you can, there's a lot of dudes out there that, that got female friends quote, you know, quote unquote female friends, but you know, that's their thing thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And that, exactly. that, you know, that's the that's the easy way to say, oh no, that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, you know good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Sess and shit. Exactly. Mm. I think and what the other thing, you know, have you said was that if y'all had sex, it definitely can't be no platonic friendship. <laughs> Unless 20, 30 years, but you still that had sex with them, so platonic friendship is out the way with that. I was like, yeah. But but, but, why, but why not, though? Because I, I, just for me, back this was 16, 17 years ago, I had a, a female friend. Real cool, you know. I was kind of feeling her, but not really. Like she was just I know one of those chicks. Too, don't I? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 you know, one of them chicks. You know, she come, she come. You know, hang out with, do stuff, but it was never. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was never nothing, like, sexual. And then, you know, one time, you know... It- you know, something popped off. We did, you know, one time. That one time it happened. And after it happened, we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, we ain't going to do that no more. Mm. And we never did. Yeah. We never did. We never really talked about it. We remained, you know, close friends, talked all the time still. And it, it never was an issue. But, I mean, I get what you're saying when you say if you smash them, you can't. Because you could. Let's say you was in a relationship with somebody, because you could be in a relationship with somebody, and later on, y'all could still be, you know, best of friends. I mean, that's not, you know, the case for most relationships or a lot of relationships, but it can happen. But once you get with somebody, you know, you get a significant other, and you tell them, like, they have to be comfortable enough to accept that and be like, all right, well, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you told me. I trust you to know that, you know, y'all had your relationship. That's over. Boom, you know, I don't have to worry about that. But that's really going to be, you know, on the security of your significant other. That's, you know, men and women the same. Yeah. At least if you're honest about it, I think you should be cool because 
if it's something like that happens, I've heard of situations of people, you know, you friends with somebody, some shit pop off, bam, y'all get down, do whatever, and then y'all look at each other and be like, I, right, I don't think we should do this again because this is weird, you know. And then yeah. that be the end of it. It's like let's never speak of this ever again. But if you go in a situation, y'all still remain friends. If you involve with somebody, you got to kind of let them know. And you have to let them know, like, look, it happened once. It never happened again and will never happen again. Because if it was going to happen more than once, it would have happened more than once after the first time we did it. But it didn't. And that was exactly. the end. And that's the end of it. You know, I've, I've heard of situations like that before. So that is that's feasible. You know, that's that's definitely believable as well. Now, if I can throw my hat in the ring. Because I kind of disagree a little bit with Eric Damo because I sort of feel like I'm perfectly suited to talk this topic. And I know we touched on this before on some other episodes, but that was kind of my thing growing up. You know what I'm saying? I had Mm -hmm. a a good amount of female friends and some of them were even some of my best friends and nothing ever happened between us. And I think out of all of them, I probably had romantic. Out of all the women that I probably had serious romantic feelings about, maybe I would say three of them, but really, really serious one. But like three of them, I had ser- I had like romantic feelings about them, you know, three to four of them. As a pre-qualified with Eric, I do agree we grew up with each other. You know what I'm saying? Other times it's mm-hmm. sort of been like it was times when you went school and. You know, when you've been in school and stuff was like that, whether you've been in school or the military and you at a certain age, you sort of be around people and you know the ones that you like and that you're involved with. And some of them just be like just really cool ass people and y'all end up vibing mm-hmm. on a whole different level. They don't have nothing to do with relationships or attraction or sexual stuff. Y'all just vibe. And I think when it comes to platonic friendships with men and women, if it's going to work out, the vibe has to be right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't think that attraction is out of the equation, but I do think, though, that you can probably initially be attracted to them. But I think the vibe has to be right in order for a platonic friendship to really work. You know what I mean? Because then when that vibe is right between the two of y'all, y'all, it almost has to be almost unspoken of for it to be like, OK, it's not really a, a reason for us to take this to the next level because we good with what we got right now. You know, the feelings don't really develop like that, but the vibe is good enough where we like, all right, cool. You know what? We we friends, and I'm cool with us being friends. So, but I, I do have sort of a feeling that it can be somebody you grew up with, y'all you know for a long time. I know people like that. It's some folks I know longer than 20 years of uh, my platonic female friends, ones that I've known from since grade, middle, high school, and college, you know? And um, there's a few people outside of that time frame that are, but it's mostly folks that I work with, though. You know, and as you grow older, that's really what the platonic friends are limited to, to what you do at work and in the circles that you run into, run in after a certain age. So I think that at a certain age, we can, especially like once you get to this age, because you know what it is that you Mm -hmm. want and what you got. And if you with somebody, you with someone and, you know, if you with somebody else of the opposite sex, they're a friend and in all likelihood, ain't nothing else going to really happen. I'm going to say, I agree with the the meme that he sent. Normalize it. Like, Mm -hmm. I've actually got to the point. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, I mean, like I say, my collegian years. (laughs) 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 Cold whore. (laughs) And... 
I just wanted to be out with females and have conversations. Like, mm-hmm. and not even just go out to have, to get their number. Like, I got to the where, and this was years ago, like being back home, I was like, damn, why can't I just get a call a group of girls up and some fellas up mm-hmm. and just go somewhere, one of them little lounges, whatever, and just kick it, conversate, drink, have a good conversation. I said, I don't even want to go out and bag a gentleman or whatever. Like, I'm good. Like, it's not even about that right now. It's just a good company and a good and good conversation. Yeah, I feel that. And but this is a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So Eric, you know, my little brother, he's young right now. So, yeah. you know, but <laughs> and I know and I, yeah. and he and he ain't putting up the stats that I was putting up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> man. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stats. That yeah, line was man. a problem out there. It was yeah, a problem. Man. <laughs> but, but, but people make, 60, but people 17, make 13. that. People make that <laughs> weird though. The platonic relationship, uh, relationship between a man and a woman. Because you you gotta think about it. If you see a, a, a chick and a dude together all the time, what you gonna automatically think? They fucking. They or they together? Exactly. And you ask, they say, "No, we just cool." And then somebody gonna say, "Nah, y'all fucking." That's why people make that weird. Like just, just like me, my homegirl at work. We go to lunch all the time. You know, they always see it. We talking, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's up, it's always gonna be somebody ask the question. I'm like, no, I, I don't yeah. even, I don't even look at her like that. I've never looked at her like that, even though you know she's nice looking chick and all that. I'm like, I, I would never look at it. That, that's why. It's probably hard for people to have those type of platonic relationships because people make it so make it so weird, like it's mm-hmm. like it's impossible. That's I mean, normalize it. Yeah, let's normalize it. Yeah, my wife, one of my one of my wife's best friends is a dude. No mm-hmm. issues. They they talk about everything, everything, and like most dudes would look and you know have an issue. Like I don't want you talking about that, but that's I know that's your best friend. Like. He comes to you with things you provide him with, you know, advice. He even asks me sometimes, like, from a man's perspective, like, how she could, you know, talk to him about these certain things. And I, I've never had an issue with it, never will have an issue with it. Not, never have I even thought twice about, well, what if they did this or what if they doing this? It, it, like, even if they did something a long time ago, years and years ago, like, that's before me. Like mm-hmm. they relationship, what a relationship is now is what a relationship is now. That's yeah. why I say, when you say platonic, like you could, I think personally, I think you could be like with somebody a long time ago and still remain friends with them mm-hmm. and not ever think about ever take, you know, ever crossing that line again, even though, you know, y'all crossed the line, however many times y'all crossed the line. But once you know you establish and you, you know, secure it and y'all have that understanding, like from both sides, then you ain't got to worry about it because you know she ain't gonna try you, and she and you know you know y'all not gonna try each other, so y'all good. Mm, yeah, and, and you're right about that. I think you, I'm, Mary came down there to VA. You saw her one time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see her in Baltimore, and this is the same thing you say. Everybody had to had that comfort dudes having like who's. Who's dude? What's up with y'all? Like you know, I slept in her room, slept in her bed or whatever, and nothing never happened. So dude, I remember one dude was like, "Oh, how he get to sleep in your bed?" And she was like, "Cause he can sleep in my bed. That's my best friend." I was like, "Yeah." So he's like, "Yeah, I ain't doing nothing in the bed." I was like, "No." <laughs> and like I said one time, I said I knew I knew it was over when I woke up with no morning. Well, I said, "Hold on, I done slept beside Shorty. I ain't wake up with the joke ready to go." <laughs> oh no, we in a whole different relationship. <laughs> And like and it wasn't like oh, we man. was like we would sleep like we had the pillows between each other like Keisha used to say nah she was cuddled up on your boy up under me knocked out and you know I'm like and I was I'm like hold on what in the world hold mm. on are you alive hey boy <laughs> no that's, oh yeah that's a, that's a mature relationship yeah it is a mature relationship and that's the key word right there is maturity and that's the problem between a lot of men and women is they don't lack either the maturity to either be or the maturity to understand platonic relationships between men and women. You know what I mean? Like they always kind of think it's got to be something like something that's always there. And to your point, 50, one of my best friends is 
a woman, you know what I'm saying? A girl I went to school with. Um, I was in her wedding when she got married. She's going to be in my wedding as a bridesmaid for my fiance when we get married. So, and we've been friends ever since we first got to school. We met each other freshman year, like a week after we got into school. And it's always been like the same thing. She didn't slept in my bed and I slept in her bed. I mean, I did everything for each other, everything like that. People with everything like, oh, you everything? We was just like, no, yo, we don't really look at each other like that. Like, nah. Somebody was like, for real, dog, you ain't never. I was like, nah, man. It just, you know, like I said, sometimes you just get a vibe with somebody. You know what I'm saying? And that vibe yeah. doesn't have any type of romantic feelings, nothing with it. You just feel cool with that type of vibe. And the thing that a lot of people also get jealous of that vibe because they don't mm-hmm. have that similar type of vibe with nobody else, whether it's male or female, where you feel at peace and calm and secure in that relationship, whatever it is that you do. Now, she done had boyfriends and even her husband or whatever, when they first get together and she was mentioning me or whatever, and they just like, oh, you know, who is this nigga, everything else like that. And after a while, they was all right with it because they saw it wasn't nothing to it as well. So it's mm-hmm. just being mm-hmm. able to have that maturity to deal with it. Yeah, because it's weird. Because people make it weird. Like, why? Why is it that? Why is that so hard to understand? That as me as a man, I have a female best friend, or you as a woman, you have a male best friend, a very close friend. Like, and, and you know, significant others get real insecure. Like, you can get real insecure about that because. And I was just want to say that. You think that they, they, your wife or your significant other, they gonna be confined in them because that show because you. Cause that's their best friend. So what you gonna automatically say? Oh, he trying to put the move on us. He been waiting on this. He been waiting for me to mess up. But all, all, all like that's just they confidant. Like that's that person they go to. Like that person ain't looking for nothing from them. And it's and it's crazy because there's so many people out there that makes that weird. And it shouldn't be. Like you should. And that's the that that meme or whatever you said. That were that's perfect. Like you need to normalize that. But then again, in today's society, it's hard because of how people are, yeah. men and women. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. And you said you said the word that, that I was just—it was just on my head too of insecurity. A lot of people have insecurities when it comes to them having an outside other person, other sex as a friend. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So they look at it like, oh, okay, when you around this nigga all the time, what y'all doing? Like, what the fuck is going on over there? Or she like, oh, what? Or she insecure about what the hell she doing or whatever. So she trying to figure out what the hell she got going on that she don't got. Mm-hmm. So that's this just speaks to a lot of them having a problem with a platonic friendship is because of insecurities. But I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. if a line is never crossed, then you should be all right. Like, I feel like I can read a nigga. Like, I, I could tell you. And you know what? And, uh, and I ain't gonna lie. A woman can read a woman, too. Because I done had mm-hmm. chicks tell me, like, hey, she want to fuck you. I'm mm. like, no, nah, she ain't never say nothing. Oh, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And as, soon, <laughs> as soon as, like, this shit get tricky and I'm, like, single or something, I'm like, man, you finally single? Like, yeah. Then next thing you know, like, oh, shit, she wanted to fuck me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit, she peeped it. So when that happens when, and you and you know your partner's not insecure in that way and they say that, you got to take heed of that, John. Like, I mean, like a couple of, a couple of, maybe like last year, I think I told you, B, one of her friends was saying something. I said, hey, babe, he ever tried something that she, she was like, I think he did, but I don't think he did. She was mm. like, I ain't really pay attention to it. I said, yeah. she was like, why you say? She was like, why you say that? I said, because I could tell can by tell. something he said. Mm-hmm. She she screenshotted showing to, showing me something he said to her, and I could read in between the lines that he didn't shot a shot before. Mm-hmm. I tell her, baby, I know this game, so yeah. he didn't shot a shot before. She was like, yo, I don't think so. Then he said something else, somewhat kind of slick out the way. And then I told her, I said, see what I'm saying? She was like, yeah, you was right. And that's where you draw the line. Like, hey, well, if he was a platonic friend, that shit over with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we be knowing, man, the the same sex, we be knowing when if you dealing with somebody and you sitting there and knowing and observing things and you see things and you hear things and you sit there and be like, man, you know what? Hold up. You know, you you can sit and you know, like by the behavior of the other person, whether it's something there or not. And it may not even necessarily be like that. Your significant other may not be feeling anything for them. It doesn't mean that the other person has something for them and it's unrequited. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's quite possible. And in situations, you don't dealt with stuff like that. You have friends and 
one friend kind of thinks it's a friendship and the other one thinks it's a friendship, but they want something a little bit more. But they don't necessarily know how to be able to approach it. I think I talked to something to you about that, Domo. I found myself in that situation with one of my friends. The one I had seriously romantic friend, uh, romantic feelings for. And I never really knew how to be able to see whether I was going to approach her with it. And I just left it alone because I was like, you know what? If anything else, I value her friendship more than anything. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do anything to mess that up because I don't want to lose everything in the trying to go for it all. And I was a, I was a youngin', But... Shoot, had I been a little bit now, hindsight, I probably should have went for that joint though. But I, hindsight's twenty twenty though. You know what I mean? So that's that. But that, but that will mess it up though, because I've, I've been in a situation where I had a, a female friend, and like in my eyes, like she was just a super cool chick. Like I, you know, she looked good or whatever case me, but I never looked at her like that. And then, you know, one night after, you know, club or whatever, we had the crib. And I think, you know, I'm, all right, I'm going to sleep on the couch and go in the room. You know, it's late. So, in my oh, mind, it, 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 it's, it's going to sound crazy. Like, I'm not thinking I've got to smash. Yeah. You know, we playing around like we always do. And then it's like, all of a sudden, like, she's like, yeah. And it pops off. But after that, I'm like, I would have never in a thousand years thought that we was at that position. Like, we was in that situation. Like, never. But that mess, it messed up our relationship. Like, mm-hmm. it messed up our friendship because yeah. we tried to, I ain't gonna even say we tried. Like, in my mind, this is when I was just, like, I wasn't looking for no relationship. But she was looking for a relationship. But I'm like, we've been cool all this time. Like, we've been super close, like, super tight. Like, I can't see, really see my angle so I can see myself with her. But, the friendship would never be the same. So I'm like, I, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, it, it affected our relationship, you know, our friendship in a, in a bad way because she wanted something for me that I won. I wasn't ready to give to anybody. And two, I knew it wasn't going to be the same. Like that friend, once you cross that friendship line and say, we're going to be in a relationship, all that other stuff is, it's going to change. Yeah. Because now you're jealous about this and you, you of course you already know about everything I do because I already mm-hmm. told you so. You got plenty of ammo. Let me not answer the phone one time. Oh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. It, it, it make, you know, make the, make the relationship weird. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Mm. But, you know, another thing that kind of messes this whole platonic thing up, the reason why people don't think it can is because I more so think with women, they run into a lot of different situations where a dude tells them they want to be friends and the nigga always fuck it up by doing something, by not reading the room correctly. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And so, but the intentions were never pure from the start. And so this is the point where I think where the public perception gets muddied a little bit because a lot of women have experiences where they deal with a dude who said they want to be friends. And then his intentions are never really pure. And sometimes it may only last a couple of weeks, sometimes a couple of months, but sometimes they'll last for years. And then the, the, the whole time, the Bama's intentions was never really set on being just friends. You know what I mean? He was always trying to angle, trying to find mm-hmm. something. And as a result of that, some shit ends up surfacing. And then his true plan comes into effect. And it's just like, oh, nah. So then eventually, the Bama make his move. She like, oh, nah. And then he just like, I right, will fuck you then. And then it'd be over. <laughs> You know, yeah. and yeah. and as much as I hate to have to admit it, it happens to them a lot more than it happens to us. You know, we get, yeah, oh, we yeah. get friends. We get friends on, and they just have that happen to them. Yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that be the that's the case. A lot of times, I feel as though the public perception gets skewed because dudes be like, "Oh yeah, I could be your friend. I could be your friend. I could be your friend." The whole time, nigga, dick hard. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it's like. You, hey, you, you, a, you know what I mean? Like you a can't, topic we go to do Friday on Monday is the one that Fiddy just sent me, but my sister, my sister sent it to me the other day. But sometimes a dick just do whatever it want to do. <laughs> Might not even be attracted. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna get you out of that. I'm yeah. gonna get y'all fellas out of that. And just do what they want to do sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> but uh, sometimes, but sometimes niggas just be horny for no good reason. But you know? yeah, like I, I, and it's, I had that happen to me too. Like. Um, it was a, a chick, and I said it, and I thought about it later on. I might have said it on here. I don't know if I said it on here, and maybe that might be a baby mama chronicles for another thing. 
but it was a chick that I re- that I was real tight with. The same time Murray and I had the other and the other chick that I was real tight with. But Murray peeped it. She was like, "Yo, she like you more than what she, what you think." I was like, "No, she don't." So one night she shot her shot, <laughs> mm. and I brushed it off. <laughs> I ain't saying that. She was like, "Don't say." Actually, she told me not to say nothing, so I didn't say nothing. And we was in Arizona, and they had like the little. Uh, I was telling her when we went out to eat. I was telling her about uh, one of our boys to get like the little short stay hotel room for the Joneses. I said, like, "Yeah, he be getting little short stays over there." I said that about me having me dying laughing. So when we leaving, eating, going back to the barrack, she go, "Damn, we should stop over there." And I was like, "I was like, ooh." And I just kept on talking. And then when we got back to the barrack, she said, "Can I say something to you?" And then uh, she told, she just, she shot her shot. And I was like, oh, shit. I said, all right, let me go put my food, food up. And then I went in there and I woke up, Mary, and I was like, oh, you was right. She shot, shot. And then I went back to the car and say that. It just kept talking about whatever, whatever. You know, I had a little Joan I was talking to. But by a couple of months later, when she graduated, she went off on your boy. Oh, damn. <laughs> For everybody. Oh, wow. And we, she graduated when well, she was going to the next level of Morse code. So I was like, congratulations. Like, no, fuck you. Da, 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 da. You didn't want me. I was like, oh, shit. What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is you mean? You said don't say nothing. And I had this little Becky Joan I was rocking with. And she met the, Be- she met the Becky Joan from the dude that she was talking to. Him and the Becky Joan was real tight. And I met dude through the Becky Joan. Mm-hmm. And when she told me about it, I said, oh, yeah, he cool as hell, whatever. But I guess she really didn't want dude. But she snapped on your boy. So mm. I'm like, yo, what the hell? And then a couple of days go by. I ain't say nothing to her. A couple of days go by. She asked me, she texted me early in the morning. Okay, we had breakfast together. I was like, you sure? <laughs> Cause you don't want to, oh, you want that fucking white bitch and you ain't want me? I was like, oh shit. Everybody looking at me with the, ooh, I was like, yeah. Oh shit! I ain't saying nothing. I was like, okay. And then my homeboy was like, "What the fuck just happened?" I say, "Yo, your guess good is mine. I guess this whole year, six seven months we've been here done been a lot." <laughs> so she apologized to me the next morning. She was like, "You know, you never, you never tried anything. You always kept, and you know, I apologize. I disrespected you." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Yeah, where the fuck did that come from?" Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, why the hell you just? <laughs> okay, and that was it. Wow! But it didn't mess it up for me. It just made me look at like, oh yeah, you, I, and mm-hmm. then maybe I come back to that part of the story that made me think about something that happened later on. Not on this week, baby, but Chronicles, but another one down the road. Mm-hmm. So yeah, listeners, remember this story. I'm gonna bring it up again, just a little bit of it, and then go into the baby mama Chronicles. But yeah. I was one of them friendships. I just looked at it different after that. Yeah. I mean, so it really kind of just about the person's intention, whether it's being pure or not, like, you know, and it's just, I mean, to tell you the truth, man, it's really, I think no different when you're talking about having a, a woman friend, a female friend, if you're a guy, like the same type of vibe you get with one of your guy friends. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that vibe sort of has to be the same. Y'all got to sort of click on a different type of level, you know, but it's got to be pure based on the fact that y'all really being friends. And it could be almost on the same thing. Like you're not just friends with one of your guy friends because you, you want something out of them. And when I mean want something, it could be like, you know, oh, you want clout. You want respect with other people. You want to be in the in crowd. You want to whatever that may be, whatever we friends guys may be friends with other guys not necessarily just because they they vibe and they cool and everything you know they got that you know they click and everything like that i mean i really don't see it as a whole whole really different the things that's different is the genders are at play you know it's a different gender at play and yeah like, like you said you gotta you gotta make sure that, that everything is genuine you just gotta have an understanding yeah. Between you and you and a friend, and you and a significant other, and don't and, and one thing is don't keep the friendship secret. A lot of the that did that before, and I didn't tell my wife about you know. But I had you know I had been friends with her for ever, and you know she went through my phone one day, and I'm you know I'm talking to her about so it wasn't none, no sexual, nothing crazy, but I'm talking to another, I'm talking to a female that she don't know, and. That messed up my relationship with her, you know, caused some insecurities with my wife because, one, you tell me now this is your friend, but you ain't never mentioned her before. And then my friend go off on me like, 
how we've been friends all this time. You didn't tell your wife. Now you you got me in the middle of something. And I'm like, yeah, I, I fucked up all the way around on both ends. Like, you know, of course, I got you know, to apologize to my wife. Now I got to cut my friend off who I've been friends with for like 10 years because, you know, it appeared to be that I'm doing something sneaky when truly I really wasn't. You know, I'm just talking to her about, you know, just about life shit, nothing, nothing crazy at all. But that's what I say. You got to make sure you keep that, you know, that transparency with your significant other because that shit, it, it can seem sneaky. Yeah. You all of a sudden, out of the blue, hey, oh, this is my friend of 15 years, but you ain't never mentioned this person. We got to been together for eight years. That's crazy. That mm-hmm. doesn't even sound right. Right. Just being sneaky about it. And the thing is, is that a lot of people won't necessarily think they get scared about what they think they folks is going to think about it instead of actually just coming out and just being like, yo, here's what it is. And you should do that just to see where the chips fall where they bake. You know, now there are some people I know who do stuff like that with they significant others. And based off the way how that person actually relate reacts, that may actually affect their relationship with their significant other. Was it as a boyfriend, a girlfriend, fiance, whatever, they use that gauge on how their significant other treats their friends as to be like, wow, can this really work to be something long term or can this be a marriage based off of something like this? You know, because I didn't see some relationships and because that person didn't like the way they treated their opposite sex friends or their friends, period. And I didn't see people and their friendships because the person they was with who they wanted to be with was like, nah, dead that. You ain't having no guy best friend. This ain't happening on none of that. And then a good friendship is gone. Just like that. So it'd be tricky. It's real, yeah. real tricky. It's, it's yeah. super tricky. Cause you could, you could fuck up a friendship. Of, like I say, 15 years for somebody you only, you know, you've been talking to for, been for five months. And then you know, this conversation come up. And you're like, nah, I don't want you friends with him. Are you really going to give up a 15 year friendship relationship with somebody for somebody that might not even be around for another two months. And let's say mm-hmm. you, you end that friendship, right? You stay with the person, y'all stay together for that three months, break up. Now who you going to run to to talk to about your breakup? Mm, right. You're going to try to go run to that friend. Yeah. That friend, you know, if it's a real good friend, and this can go either way. I'm not even going to say it's good or bad. You know, they wrong for it or they right. Like, they can say, nah, fuck you. I'm not talking to you about nothing. Like, you you left me for such and such, or you let you let you killed out of that shit for such and such, and now you're trying to run back to me. So you got you gotta you know make sure like the person you with is there for you, like for yeah. it all. Like, cause you ain't gonna like all your significant other friends. Like, I, I don't think my wife got any friends that I don't really care for. Or maybe one or two. I, I not that I can really think of off the top of my head. But you not gonna just love everybody your significant other, you know, friends with. But when it comes to like a friendship with somebody of the opposite sex, you have to be secure in one, you know, what you have, what you know, how you are with yourself, with yourself and what you have with the person you with. Because you if you're not, like it's gonna be fucked up. Because you just think about it. Now what if they sneak and I'm still very friends with them and you told them you they can't be friends. Because nine times out of ten, that's gonna happen. They they're not gonna really just go dead the relationship, their friendship. They still gonna be friends with us, mm-hmm. and then you find out. So now you you messing up, oh both here. So it's just, it's just crazy. Like I say, better insecurity is is a motherfucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. And, and to that point, I had a lot of you know female friends, a lot of women friends, especially from college, and a lot of them have been married now, and some of them been in relationships. And my thing is that what I've done is even before anything happened. I sort of fell back. You know what I mean? Like I took a step back voluntarily and been like, all right, I'm a, I'm a chill because once you get to that next level and you have a man in your life, that isn't me that you gave given vows to start a family with and everything else. I'm gonna fall back because you know what? That's more important. And I ain't going to come between that because you know, your husband may be, ah, yeah, he cool. He cool, man. But you know, we know we all know how niggas do, man. Niggas get jealous real mm-hmm. quick, and mm-hmm. I seen it because I done lost friendships with women before that. They boyfriends was like, "Oh nah, I ain't fucking with this. I don't, you know, 
I even had one of them, you know, one of my women friends, they boyfriend come up telling me like, yo, man, be honest with me, man. You trying to fuck, ain't you? I'm like, nah, what you talking about? You know, he's like, man, I ain't stupid. And like, that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'll be seeing you know, how are you looking at him? I'm like, looking at him? What? What are you talking about? This nigga pulling shit out of thin air. You know what I'm saying? He inventing shit. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a bounce. I'm a fall back. You know what I'm saying? Tell her whatever. And that's it. That be done. So I fell back voluntarily in that case. They got married and stuff like that. Now, every once in a while, we touch base. But that's like the extent of it. And they understand. They know I ain't falling off. We not friends no more. But I kind of like said to them, like, look, things are going to have to change a little bit. It's not going to matter that we not any lesser friends than we were before. But I know that I got to take a back seat because this is what's important in your life. And they understand. Sometimes you got to do that. Mm-hmm. And it happens. And when you respect their friendship, you know you would do it gladly. But you know some people fuck around, and you find out they don't care about your. They selfish themselves and don't care about your your relationship. So yeah. you're like, hey, what that? You know what I'm saying? They think it's about them. Like, nah, hey, I got to back away. I back away. It's all right. Yeah. But and that's mature on your part. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The maturity to be able to do that and understand that. We're going to go ahead and go into military tales. And we're going to go to one of my favorites because we got to ask 50 about this. How did you how did you feel about missing the fight between me and Simmons? (laughs) 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 I still think about that all the time, man, because I knew at any moment, like, it, the build-up was crazy. I'm like, it's going to happen at some point. Everybody knew it happened at some point. And I don't know where the hell I was at and where, where I was at and how I missed it. And I came right at the end. You know, I was still tight, but I mean, you know, everybody got the commentary. You know, you got to get a commentary afterwards. Because you you got to him before you know a couple of other people wanted to get at him because that, that he was just he was just you know a punching bag waiting to happen to that that dude man I, I talked about uh, just like for real just clown man like real clown nigga <laughs> you know, I, I don't even I think I was just telling somebody about this uh, that fight the other day I'm like you know I <laughs> I missed the one fight that I knew at some you know at some point it was gonna happen and I'm like yeah I'm gonna be there for that. You came right there after like, what? Oh no, you got to fight again. Yeah. You got to fight again. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And the, hey, and me, the crazy thing is he normally, what messed up is they moved him out of our birthing. So he got moved to a mm-hmm. different birthing, but he would still be in our birthing all the time. First of all, our birthing was the best birthing anyway at one point in Fact. time. And but he would still be there anyway all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm I was shocked that he wasn't even there. But when I came in, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Mm. But the guy was talking shit, and it was already it, the shit that he was. To- it was all a setup. He was talking shit about me before I even came in there. But the fucked up part is that you know he hooked me up with a chick that was 17 and lied and said she was 18. He lied, and then she forgot all about the lie and. She was, yeah, I think I said it when she was talking about, you know, I done date, I done fuck niggas older than you before. I was like, well, they probably already knew you were 17 and they didn't care. Right. Like, mind you, I'm 21, 22 at the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, but, and you should have let me have the option. Had me fucking and capped this man. So I'm like, hold on. She told me she was eight. And this nigga, like, hey, he told me she was eight. Nah, let me, let me make that decision. But I remember that battle. He came with that show like, what the, what? Hold on, we have a. In the morning, we had this. Uh, was it the in the cleaning stations? What was it? In the, or was it Reveille when that jump went off? Mm-hmm. It's like two bells at the end. So and it's like like eight o'clock. So one bell go off, and then ten minutes later, the other bell came on. Between those two bells, after the end, the last bell, you get to move around the ship. The last between that bell and the last bell, the fight happened. <laughs> wow. And I'm walking from the complete, like, opposite end of the ship. Because I was up, I probably was up there cleaning the set. I'm, I'm pretty sure I was up there cleaning that seaway set. And I always, after I got done, I went down there. 
And between that the three five minute walk, missed. Damn. I wanted to get at him too, but I knew it was it wasn't even gonna be no good fight there. So I was like, I ain't even gonna waste my time up. It'd have been it'd have been pretty bad for him. And the crazy thing, the crazy thing also is our friendship actually come from him. <laughs> Damn. We all worked in the same space. I think he might have been there before me. And then he, 50 used to climb. He's like, man, he from where you from? I was like, oh, no, no, he not. He was like, yeah, he is. He said, he from where you from? And then he was the car at first because me and 50 both didn't have a car. So we used to, and mm-hmm. then we both like, hold on. Yo, he kind of weird, ain't he? It's like, I thought so too. I was like, so you be with this yeah, guy? We stopped playing some reggaeton. Yeah, I was like, yo, he played that shit the car. He's like, yeah, I said, man, hold on, man, I gotta get a car. And then he would drive up to Maryland like every other, every two weeks or something like that. So I catch the ride up the way with him to get home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, what the? F-? I say, yo, nah, I can't ride with this nigga no more. And then. Us being young and dumb, me and me and Fifty end up at this motherfucking bullshit ass dealership. Bought our first cars what? there. I think about that. Oh, that's like nigga, we could have went and got new, brand new cars. Mm. I just told my wife about this. Just, I swear to God, we were just talking about this like three days ago. Mm. Three days ago, just talking. Cause I got that damn Ford Explorer. I hated that mm. fucking truck. So the minute I drove you it, I hated that truck. Life. You hated that truck, nigga. <laughs> And I thought about that. I be thinking, about it, I'm like, yeah, we could have had a, br- we could have went and got brand new cars. Niggas' credits were good and everything. Yeah. We, we could have paid the same great. price. <laughs> the same price. I don't think neither one of us had our license, right? Nope. I bought my car without no license. I, I think I, I went and got my, uh, permit. my permit. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, I had my permit. Too. As a matter of fact, you got your license before me. I had the permit. And so I got pulled over, <laughs> and then I went and got my license. <laughs> I think I had my permit for like a year. So they sold us the the cars with the permit. That's how shiesty it was. That's yo. That's so something about that just doesn't seem right. That seems like some. That almost feels like you uh, a car dealership with a trailer in that and shit, dog. Like they. <laughs> but, but mind you, though, them junk, them car, them cars lasted some years, though. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got yeah, we got lucky car. on that end. We just didn't get like, well. We didn't get fucked like some bama. Some bama's out that junk getting thirty percent. Yeah. On interest. So they ain't fuck us on. I think it was what seventeen. Might have been like seventeen percent, whatever. We got that junk through Navy Federal, would've... so maybe. We yeah, got yeah. So they wasn't having that. So yeah, so we was alright on that end. Mm. But yeah, so but we could have got brand new cars instead of fucking around with them used cars. Yeah, hell yeah, damn. But yeah, we oh, got, after that, that after that, after we got them, after we got them cars, that nigga was done for real. <laughs> 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 I was like, man. I don't need you to drive home with me no more, Slim. Like, nah, nigga, you be telling, you be stealing Bama stories. Like, don't tell a story. Next thing you know, this yeah, Bama be telling your definitely. whole life on the mess deck. <laughs> oh, that's that Bama shit. Like, yeah, you know, I was in a, I was in a rap group at home. Blah blah blah. Next thing you know, you go down the mess. Like, hey, and you heard about Simmons? He was in a rap group. Hold on, what? That was B story. What the fuck? <laughs> I just heard B say that shit upstairs. This nigga B story. He doing that shit, man. Oh, they man. doing that. Shit. I don't think he ever had a original story, man. He always had some slide, some outlandish. How he used to sell dope and how he was on the Olympic <laughs> track team. All kind of just weird, out of control shit. He was like a D one football player. That was same yeah, story. Dude. <laughs> that was Savory story. <laughs> yeah. That football joke was Savory story, Joe, because I just heard Savory tell me the story probably like a couple of days before. And then I heard him saying that shit. Oh, I said, hold on. Hands fucker just he done took his life. Damn. Bro, that, that dude is a real clown, man. He's probably still a clown, man. <laughs> right. Hey, you remember when we went to, we went to, uh, we had like a, a meeting, like a, a function where we all got together and his his uh, wife was at the function. Girl, I was just telling my wife about this. Hey, his wife sitting at the table with the fuck me eyes. <laughs> but she looking at me and his bad mother. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Damn. And that's before, this was before the fight. So this how, that's when the fight, that's when we end up, you know, 
he was talking shit. He was like talking shit about the younger. And I was like, nigga, you love whores. Your ex was a whore and your wife a whore. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I remember this story. I, I know you talk. Yeah, I remember so that. So he now. walked off. He called me a bitch. And that's when I snatched his ass up. Hit that nigga with a meat. No, but it's even funnier though because what was it like a month later when I caught him in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. When he's talking about he won, he won, and then I see you, Bethay, and somebody else at the door. All I hear is these bamas laughing. When he's talking about, hold on, wait, wait, you won, <laughs> <laughs> you won the fight, <laughs> and you was thinking it was about to go down again. You was ready, you was ready for the uh, fight to happen. He was like, oh, I ain't gonna miss this one. <laughs> but you can hear him at the motherfucking door dying laughing when he hit his man when he bitched up I hit him at the motherfucking door dying laughing cause that nigga was talking tough whenever I wasn't around mm. called that nigga slippy called that nigga the bathroom ain't, ain't no way out nigga me and you in this show and they got the door <laughs> <laughs> one way in one way out that nigga was oh no no, no, I mean, you know, I got some shots. You got some what? No, I mean, no, nah, I mean, you won, you won, you won. I said, oh, all right, okay. Mm. Oh, oh boy. Oh, my goodness. Should have fucked that nigga, bitch. She was 18. She would have got it. <laughs> she was decent, though. I, was, I don't know how me and my wife got on the subject. I don't know what the hell we Oh, I know what we talking about. We talk about, uh, like, people showing, um, uh, like, you say, I send my wife a, a dick pic or something, and she go show it to somebody else. She's like, that's weird. Then she said one of her coworkers asked her, would your husband show somebody else if you did that? And I'm like, that's why people do that. But I remember Simmons, when he first started talking to the chick, he was going around showing her everybody the pictures that she was sending him. And I remember, we, I remember and that's how we go on a conversation about that picnic and how she was acting at that picnic. But do you remember where he met her at, though? Uh, what do you mean? The school or something? No, nigga. He met he met her at his house party and had said that the, his little cousin then was running the train on her. And that nigga went in oh. and ate her. That nigga went in and ate her and saved her. Yeah. So yeah. Hans hit me up. Was like, yo, man, your man. I was like, what, man? That nigga, that nigga over here eating bitches pussy after they getting train ran on him. I was like, what? He said, yeah, this nigga ate her pussy and snatched her body. I said, yo, no. Two weeks later, they was married. <laughs> hey, dog, that's wild. <laughs> he said two weeks. Oh, that, that apartment was wild. Oh, that apartment was wild. I haven't even got into none of them stories at that apartment. Maybe oh. one. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. But yeah, he saved her. So that's how he met her. And I was like, yo, what? I said, hell no. Nah. And mind you, you know, the nigga X was a horse. She went to Bowie. And Mr. Hargrave said she was a different type of whore. He was like, she ain't one of them whores that y'all had back in y'all day. She, her and her crew, they ran around, you know, sucking the soccer team, the baseball team, all the non-melanin sports. Yeah. Her and the crew was <laughs> sucking them all off. And not, and not just at Bowie, at Roosevelt. I that said, man. what? Tragic. Tragic. He said, yeah. He said, man, you know her? I said, man, I don't know her. One of my boys talked to her or whatever. He said, that's just... Like, that was his car, the little red car. He's like, yeah, he said, man, I don't know baseball soccer players driving that jump. I said, oh, Lord. At this time, we still cool. So I give him the heads up. This bitch called me off the 11 o'clock at night. Took him out. Why you tell Jason that? I was like, yo, nigga, you gave, you told her that, nigga, you supposed to left her alone. You ain't supposed to cry to her because she a whore. <laughs> Terrible. I don't think we got time for. Well, I don't think we got time for baby. What time? What is time? You got a little baby? bit of time. You got a little bit of time left. All right, let's get into it. Continuation. Yeah, from the other episode. So, baby mama chronicles. Hey, I got a meme that I just grabbed that I took from Uncle Dolly, and it says, "Lord, the baby mama you gave me. Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> 
Lord, this ain't your problem. <laughs> Satan, come get your daughter right the fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I said this to my girl. And I'm like, and I told Uncle Doe, I said, Yo, I'm still in the fuck out of this joint right here. But so she calls me. And mind you, I normally send, you know, I send my money every week. You know what I'm saying? We ain't in court. I send my money every week. So. She called me, called me that that night, like, yo, you sent, I need you to send the money now, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, because I'm trying to do something for your son, do this stuff for your son's birthday tomorrow. I was like, all right, whatever. So I called him in the morning, happy birthday, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm talking to him, seeing what he don't want to do as for his birthday. Talking to my daughter real quick. She's not on the phone. So did you get your $500 back? Did you get the $500 from the Biden yet? So... I done told y'all now, I'm no longer being the bigger person no more. Mm -hmm. So I put the security deposit down on the the apartment that she had before that. (laughs) So I said, well, did you get my security deposit back yet? (laughs) She got silent. (laughs) (laughs) What? No, 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 no. I ain't get, what type of man takes half of his children? I said, no. I said, we talking about my security deposit. So when you give me that security deposit, then you'll get this money from what Biden said. So, yeah. hey, that's fucked up. You, so she tells me that I'm supposed to be calling her every day, seeing if she need anything, if she need money or anything. I said, what? I said, oh, you got shit fucked up. I said, you don't know how good you got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got Jones out here that don't know when the next dollar coming in from their baby father. You know you getting your shit every Friday. I said, but you know what? I'm going to show you what a petty, petty baby daddy is. Petty daddy mode. Now, I'm going to send the money. And that's what I said. I'm going to send the money. I said, but I'm going to be like this. Some of the rest of these petty baby daddies. What, she, what he went for his birthday? He took out the child support. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Take it out of the child support. You said you needed money to get him his gifts. For Who said that? You didn't go get the money. and It was your money. I sent the money. Child support wise for you to get his gifts. All right, then I then took care of the gifts of my side. Mm. So mm. petty baby daddy. Mm. Yeah, you got to start some shit. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well. So she told me his gifts should have been here. If he was any kind of his gifts, it is not Christmas. Right. I'm you know what I'm saying I'm working every day. I was I was gonna send the gifts off on Monday. I was gonna go grab his little Xbox controller, send it all. Nigga don't even deserve the motherfucking Xbox controllers for real. Yeah. Motherfucker, he really old school wise, look, he don't deserve he nigga deserve like 10, 12 books that nigga deserve. Mm, right. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, right, you know, I'm far away, so you know, I'm gonna go ahead and send you some Oh, that's what we doing? Okay. Bet that. Mm. Patty. Yeah, I figured you'd get there at some point in time. It was only a matter of time. Sometimes you gotta be like that, though, man. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah man. And I, oh, she told me, oh, you, something, something about something. What the fuck she told me? You gotta grow up. You gotta. I said, bitch, you haven't had a job in eleven years. Who the fuck growing around here? <laughs> 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 the fuck is you mean grow the fuck up bitch you haven't had a job you haven't brought in a penny since god damn it I don't even Obama was in office <laughs> the first time around <laughs> yeah man you you nice though man cause you've been nice though you've been way far nicer than you should based on what she been doing you've been far nicer to her than you you should have been I put it that put it that way that's sometimes you, sometimes you got to kill them with kindness. Sometimes you, you got like to, that. but the kindness but ain't they, working. Kindness run out. Yeah, kindness ain't kindness working. Run out. Yeah, it, it run yeah, out. Yeah, man. Mama told me it was going to be days like this. Mama yeah. said, Mama said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, you know, we like to thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for supporting. Support the Vault Classic Music Review. But also... I just put together a collaboration of I want y'all to go start checking out Monday nights on live on Instagram. Me, Uncle Dolly, and Trill Spill with Will. We're gonna be doing Monday Night Raw where we just give a masculine energy on the live because we tired of y'all queens. We love y'all queens that support us on the pod family. Y'all be killing the pod, the live game. 
Like, yeah, yeah. I got to get y'all hands down. Y'all lives be lit and be funny and entertaining. But y'all just be giving that women energy and y'all be killing it sometimes. So I was like, hey, we got, I got to put some folks together that drop jewels and talk shit and keep the masculine energy strong. Mm-hmm. So starting on Mondays after 8 o'clock, 8.15 time, we're going to give you the name of the lives. It's going to be Monday Night Raw. All right. <laughs> so check it out. Raw Sex Instagram podcast. Uncle Dolly Instagram is going to be. We're going to be on there live every Monday giving it to y'all. All right. Check it out. Check it out. So tell a friend to tell a friend about the lives. Tell them about the folk classic music review. Hey, check us out every Friday, Monday. You know, hey, we need it, man. We we appreciate everything y'all do, all the support, the lessons, the downloads, everything y'all have done for both shows. You know, it's a big growth that we've had over about to be two years. Indeed, yes, and, sir. You yes, know, sir. We're still pushing, and hey, hopefully we get there. It's a marathon, so yeah, we we in it right now. Hopefully, I think we around turn one, about to go around turn two, and hopefully turn three. Some folks sign somewhere. Either one of the shows sign somewhere. So yeah. one of us make it. Hey. We right behind each other. We all going to make it. But Indeed. we just want to appreciate y'all. Send the hand out to all of y'all. Clap it up for y'all. You know, that mm-hmm. them downloads been crazy mm-hmm. for the last year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we thank y'all. And we thank 50 for coming on tonight. And, yes, sir. And we might have a special announcement around here for something else, too. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. Hope y'all love the next two episodes, the last episode and this one. And as we always say, we out. Thank you for listening to the Raw Sex Podcast. Tune in next time for more to explore.